beautiful. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wow. Very... Uh... It's a... F- Do you like it? Yeah. What's that, that movie called? Uh, uh, good Morning Vietnam? No, no, no. The one, uh, it's Jim Carrey and he's in a TV show. Oh, Truman Show. Right. Right. They haven't... The Truman Show has an intro? No, but he... That's what he says, um... When he sees people... He says, oh, okay. Good He's afternoon, a happy guy. good morning, and you know. Whatever. Really? Oh, cute. All right. All right. Oh, Jim. Oh, Jim. Um, he's not just an artist and an actor. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Um, hi everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast for those who didn't know. For those not in the know. You're in the know. Welcome to the club. <laughs> um, we are, uh, this is our second take at a episode this week. Um, the first, uh, the first try was great, except, you know, we were, we were joking when we said, hey, why don't you guys go to the Capitol? And <laughs> we didn't feel comfortable releasing that after what happened. So, you know, you guys really did it. And... Right. You know, it was a bit, but... We, you know, yeah. And our words have impact and meaning. (laughs) And... And we know that now, so... We learned a lesson, Mm -hmm. and it's a tough Mm -hmm. pill to swallow. It really is, but, you know, thank you for being loyal and carrying out our bidding, (laughs) um, and uh, we appreciate all of you. So true. Um, yeah, very different landscape. I know, so um, funny. On Monday, I was like, oh, the, the runoffs are tomorrow. Bean Dad is in the news. <laughs> Bean Dad. <laughs> heard of this one? You heard of this one, Lillian? Bean Dad. Yeah, but anyways, we're back. Also, the actually, the real reason was that Kelly's uh, has a cracked iPhone from 2009, and sometimes... Not necessarily it, true. It doesn't work. No, that's not a dig on you. I'm just saying that's what is the truth <laughs> it's not a dig on you okay it is not true this iphone is from i don't know 16 mm-hmm. could be 16 okay well regardless we're she's buying an ipad so i we bought both had to re- i bought it's already you bought happened. congratulations congratulations we're we're both re-upping our game so that we can bring you uh dependable content right and i wanted a this little year. e-reader yeah, I mean, iPads are great. Highly recommend, again, if you have the means. Um, anyway, how are you, Kelly? I'm good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a beautiful um, cabbage dish last night. Oh, yum! Yeah. Cabbage and cabbage lamb, I... right up your alley. Oh, delicious. Yeah, yeah my, my uh, forbidden lamb. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> um, I'm fine. Yeah, I've been working on something that's taking up all my fucking time. I don't want to talk about it because it's embarrassing, but um, it's, yeah. I've just been busy. Great. Very mysterious. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, and it, comedians, if you're listening, it's nothing like that, like an important cool job or something. So, don't be jealous not that you ever were. Um, anywho, yeah. Happy New Year all over again to you, Kelly. And it's a happy new um last episode we talked about um the one the last episode we talked about our new year's but you know we don't have to do that it, it, 
they it happened, happened and it we happened. lived. Yeah, we had food. It was great. Hope you guys had some too. Um, <laughs> hope you guys had some Moving food on. too. Um, um, yes, and then I think kind of last episode we um, sort of our kind of introduction mm, to the topic, mm-hmm. uh, if 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 it, if I may. Um, oh sure. We had a little discussion of some kind of true crime dalliances we'd been having. <laughs> you watched the Ripper. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I did. So yes, to self soothe, I uh, went back to my you know my true crime roots, and I watched the uh, the Yorkshire Ripper uh, documentary. I think it's a Hulu one, um, and I will say it's very good. Mm-hmm. And what is different about it is that unlike most true crime uh, anything, the cops are definitely not the heroes of the story, and they are, in fact, the bad guys uh, the entire time. And it really takes a really in-depth look at how much they fucked the entire thing up for, like, five years and how dumb they are. So if you're interested in that, and uh, it's, I think it's pretty well done. I think a lot of documentaries are being made recently that are just dog shit. I well, don't know if yeah, I mean, I, they can't shoot on location, so they're like, uh, found footage. And... No, 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 no. I'm not talking about COVID. I'm just talking about <laughs> oh. regular... Okay, also, what, you stick a guy in a room with a little microphone? You can do that now. It's fine. It's right, COVID. right. That's what I mean. That's what's allowed. You can't shoot a full-on you know, rom-com. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, I I don't know. I just feel like the editing, I don't know, man, so many bad documents because they're cheaper to make, you know? So people are like, no, I can just do it. It's just like some music. And it's like, no, it blows, I almost categorically don't watch documentaries. I don't really either, you know? Besides, you know, the Bravo universe. Yeah. Besides (laughs) Real Housewives, I do not engage with documentaries. Um, Because... Yeah, I'm not... what? Because, and I have a point. Um, okay. Because Great. it is that thing of, you know, once you observe something, you change it. And it's not only that, it's that the the frustration I feel with documentaries is that they're presented in this sort of light of, 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 of objectivity. This is truth, right? This, this is, is what happened. I yeah. And it's like, that's not true. And it frustrates me. And I think. Well, right. No, 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 go ahead. Well, just the Bravo universe, you have the, it's kind of on its head because the observation of these women is the premise, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not just, oh, it's documentary, it's they are engaging in their own documentation to a certain extent, and we know the perspective, it's Andy Cohen, and he is, you know, the devil himself. Um... I was just going to interrupt you to make a Real Housewives joke in that um, what you were saying, sort of like Adrian's husband who said, hey, you know what, there's three versions of the truth. Mine, yours. Wait, three versions of, what is there's it? There's three sides to up. every story. Three sides to every story. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> I wouldn't have made that Let's joke take anyways. It take it again. Take it again. Take two of that uh, joke. Um, yes, Andy Cohen. I made a joke on Twitter that... Um, Nancy Grace walked so that Andy Cohen could run. And I do feel like there are, they are bedfellows. Yes. In a, for in sure. a certain way. For sure. You know what I mean? They're, they're um, mining their own pain, but only to cause. I mean, the true delight in those demons, 
their eyes light up at the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? (laughs) You wouldn't believe the Bachelor. I know pretty much everyone else has abandoned Bachelor Nation by this point. Okay. Um, And, but not me. And they have (laughs) the first Black Bachelor this season. Okay, because they did the Bachelorette was black last season, right? Yeah, they've had two black Bachelorettes, but... um, Okay. Black men, you know what I mean. Um, (laughs) They're threatening. Um, Right. And it is this man who is so obviously a Republican that Mm. it is uh, palpable, and the first thing he did was make everyone bow their head and pray. Um... Yeah. And Vulture published something uh, the next day. Is Matt James secretly a Republican? I was like, I don't Mm. know that it's a secret. Yeah. He's just black. What? That's where they're like, he's... (laughs) They're like, this couldn't possibly be... Right. He's a real estate developer who made uh everyone pray. Right. And he has... Um, you know, he's, he's really deeply pathologized his single mother, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. So it's like, yeah, yeah he's, yeah, he's Republican. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's not like, uh, it, it's not so tough to see, you know? It's not, I don't know why people are making it into this thing that people hide. No, it's not tough to see it's if you not, just... It... <laughs> Let the scales fall from your eyes, please. It's also, yeah, lizard people are the ones who are, (laughs) you know. No, but it's it's more like, yeah, mm, I don't understand. It's also just like, yeah, we all know so many Republicans. Yes. Whether, eh, anyways, everyone's a moron. Um, But also semi-related is that I also watched a literal six-hour A&E presentation on Scott Peterson, which is, like, actually not good for you, so please don't do that. But I will say completely changed my opinion of the situation. Which, listen, I was not, which Kelly, on the record, has always said to me one time, I guess, and I forgot, (laughs) that Scott Peterson... It's on the record. It's on the record, as Kelly telling me, she already told me this, that she thinks <laughs> Scott Peterson uh, is not guilty, or rather, should not be in jail, obviously. We don't think anyone should be in jail, but you know what I mean. Um, to which I was like, that's crazy, because I didn't really know anything about it other than the fact that it was, you know, in the tabloids for like four years, yeah, right? big, big. Um, one of the big ones before reality television when the news was our reality television and put people to death because of Nancy literally. Grace. Um, <laughs> because of Nancy anyways, Grace. Anyways, yes, literally. So anyways, Nancy Grace, huge, huge power player in the Scott Peterson case. But yeah, there is zero evidence, actual evidence, yeah. that Scott Peterson killed her. He probably did. So let's say he probably did, but there's... Uh, right, he, yeah. he almost definitely did. But the um, the material evidence isn't there. No, there's no blood. There's no fucking anything. No, yeah, there's no, as they say, <laughs> here's a little inside baseball lingo for you. Mm, Smoking mm. gun. Nope. No, there's just Nancy Grace saying a bunch of crazy shit on television. Right, so. and in Nancy Grace's defense and all of our defense, Scott Peterson's defense was 
you know, I had seen her walking around, uh, and there was a Puerto Rican guy. So that's, um... Well, sure. I mean, I don't know if that was his defense, but yeah. There were some, there was a burglary across the street. Kelly, there was a burglary across the street. You're telling me that two guys loading some stuff into a van, Lacey, she encounters them. Right. You know, we don't know what happened, so... Anyways, um, two guys. It's Joe Pesci and the tall guy. Yeah, and they were. They said we're the wet bandits, and you never saw us. Mm-hmm. But she decided to tell somebody about it, and she, you and know, she paid got. for it with her life. And she got. Um, because <laughs> her and baby Connor. So oh right, yeah, yeah. Oh right, right. Got it, got it, got it. That's a good joke. I'm over two here. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, it's a. If you are interested, I. I was watching all of these things kind of trying to uh, observe news media in the early 2000s. Fascinating stuff. That and Chandra Levy, you know, true crime stuff. It's very, very fucked up and very interesting. It is just such a singular time that just really drove us into a new dark direction. Uh, It's crazy. It's, yeah, Um, it's the true crime. I mean, I think the bachelor is, is hugely part of it too. It's sort of just this recreation of the cult of true womanhood. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. re recreating this. Like you have the seventies. Okay. There's women can have credit cards and they're in the workforce and da, 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 da. And by the nineties, everyone's like, wait, is gender even real? Look, there's Kurt Cobain in a dress. And then two thousands, they were like, no, women are vulnerable and should be afraid that they aren't going to get married and that they are going to get murdered. Terror alert high. Also Bridget Jones's diary is playing in the theaters. So yeah, great movie. Um, also, did you know that Dave Grohl is like an AIDS denier? <laughs> Sorry, you just said Nirvana. I went Foo Fighters. I Isn't really that weird? Did, <laughs> I really did not. Um, I really, really didn't. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> I know it's so weird. <laughs> I might have to double check my source on that, but I was like, wait a second, what? <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> So, okay, folks, maybe don't... <laughs> don't quote us. Say that. Don't quote me on that at your next cocktail party, <laughs> your Zoom cocktail party as your opening. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and say for now, that's what I've heard recently. Is that recently. true? I don't know, man. I'm just saying, and this is me being irresponsible wow. again, just like when we, just like the wow. capital stuff. Anyways. I mean, um, if you okay. said Rivers Cuomo, yeah. I'd say sure. Ugh. That fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway. That... Okay, sorry. We're, we're, we're way off topic. Um, we're just giving you guys a little extra a fat here. Peek behind the curtain. Mm. Yeah, Kelly and I also talked for a full hour before we started recording about all of the dumbest shit in the world. So we should have gotten it out of the way, but we didn't. Are you looking for a sentimental yet hip and decorative way to fill your wall space? Trying to find the perfect gift and coming up blank? Do you absolutely need your beloved pet to be commemorated forever? Well, order personalized art from Pam Likes You. Illustrator Pam McGuire works from your favorite photos to create a stunning and unique digital painting of your loved ones. With years of experience, she includes every detail to make your work special and ensures you absolutely love your piece. She even sets up printing and framing for you. 
So check out PamLikesYou.com and at PamLikesYou on Instagram. FOH listeners get 15% off your order with promo code FOH. There's no better way to feel connected than through the power of art. That's PamLikesYou.com, promo code FOH for 15% off. Um, <clears throat> but guess what? I'm pulling out my notes. Pull, she's pulling up the notes app. Apologies forthcoming. <laughs> yeah, to Dave Grohl. <laughs> um, so we did, but the reason we kind of touched on that is this is a little bit of a true crime episode in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Unapologetically. <laughs> Unapologetically so. Um, and it comes at the, it's the period at the end of, uh, the aughts. Uh, this is a crime that happened in December of 2010. Wow. A real bookend. Yeah. You know, yeah. unfortunately for all of the women involved. Um, yeah. and so <laughs> God. Okay. I forgot how dark everything about this is, <sighs> even though we just did this. Okay. Um, so first, well, obviously we're talking about the Soho house in Henneral. Uh, and then talking a little bit about an incident that occurred at the Soho House in 2010. So to start off, Soho House itself is uh, the uh, the beautiful, gorgeous project of a, a little man. I like to call wait, what's his fucking name? The, Nick Jones. A British mind. Mm. They are really just a cut above when it comes to. You have Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Mm who was a spiritualist. Right. Yeah. He Anyways, I know he poor guy. Anyways. Um, so Nick Jones in 1995, he's a, he's a restaurateur in England, uh, in London specifically, I think. And I, I said this last time and it won't be quite as shocking to you, <laughs> but I just want to, I just want to let everyone know that one of his first big restaurants he did. And if you can believe it, he got subsequent jobs after this, you know, I, it, it's tough. Um, one of his first restaurants was called <laughs> and uh, what the concept was, this is the 80s, um, was that you got a meat of some kind and then you got a sauce of your choice poured over that meat and uh, the sauce was named, each sauce was named after a different mountain. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the kind of person to come up with stuff like that is, is someone we need to keep encouraging because they're only going to get better. They're going to go over the top of over the top. Right. And they're going to go beyond that. Over you the know? top, turns out, it's base camp. Exactly. Exactly. And that's an Instagram kind of slide mm-hmm. that you're going to want to And I think we also need to kind of focus on kind of, again, the British mind. Um no man is an island so over the top not just the concept but oh yeah this is a god this is this is a a world builder sure this guy creates right and you know what it's also a pun so i mean (laughs) you know what can't this guy do is what all his investors apparently said Mm -hmm. so incredible work nick jones um so in 1995 he started um, a private club in in London, um, and I guess it was above his French restaurant, which apparently was not sauce centric. Um, so it was definitely like members only. Um, it focused, and the the other one in in New York too, um, the eventual one focused on only members of like the cool, the media class, the artists, etc. 
Yeah, I think it's also, it's a really interesting time to, in, in you know, I'm not trying to toot Nick Jones' horn, but it is an interesting time to to have these curated places because you're basically the world we live in now was, you know. Was created. Right. Well, what we talked about last time was that in 1995, the media was becoming an actual industry that has changed our world for quite the worse, mm-hmm. but it was beginning, the, the big companies were starting to merge and buy each other out. It's right before the Telecommunications Act when everything went to fucking hell. So, and now we have two people that own everything that we see and hear. So, but before that happened, you know, there was a lot of jobs being created and a lot of opportunities. It was very exciting and fresh and et cetera. And then all the money got involved and everyone became evil. But reality bites, as we said. Right, right. If you want to take a look, if you want to take a look (laughs) um, into this kind of moment culturally, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and then the question is, you know, is there dignity working at the Gap? Okay. And that is Mm -hmm. what the question we're still grappling with. Right. You know, and you know, they had to wait for that HIV results test in that movie too. So. Right. And David Grohl is still waiting for the results. Is it is it real? real? Where's my proof? Where's the test? Um, <laughs> so Steve a lot, Zahn. it's a lot, it's, um, you might say 1995, 30 years ago. No, it's Mm-mm. now it's happening. It is now we are, we are all 1995. We, yes. Thank you, Kelly. That's what I was looking <laughs> to say. Um, <laughs> but of course it's not just like a place where cool people hang out. It's a place where people have to pay to hang out. So in that, uh, that is not cool. Right. You have, um, uh, they, they spend a lot of time and a lot of effort curating creative types, money types. Um, this is, Kelly just did quotations because creative, yeah, it's not, not actually cool people. Right. But, but it's like, you want to bring in people from music and fashion and TV and all these different arenas and so they spend a lot of time creating coolness and clearly they have found some algorithm for it because it's, mm-hmm. you know, still yeah. around. But, um, yeah, it's the same question of documentary. It's once people are paying and when they're paying for coolness, yeah. how can that stay cool? Right. Uh, it can't is the answer. So... And we, uh, the proof is we asked a couple people who've worked in these. Yes. We, right. Specifically, obviously the New York ones, but, and, uh, everyone, we were like, Hey, if you've worked here, whatever, um, let us know what, what it was like. And of course, everyone's like, who listens to podcasts is like a total hot girl. And they're like, Oh my God, it was like so fucking crazy. It was like, of course, all of you guys worked there. Um, but it sounds like a very, like what you might expect, just kind of like, you need a headshot. It's basically like an audition. You know, they're extremely uptight about protocol because celebrities go there and it's like, God forbid, Bethany Frankel get, has fish. <sighs> you know, at the cell. I mean, uh, if we you saw could what imagine. happened in Cartagena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, heaven forbid. I mean, it was devastating for Peanut and. What's her fucking, Jason. her ex-boyfriend? Jason. 
No, it was the other guy. Oh, anyways. Okay. Um, anyways, so it sounds very insane, obviously. And you're dealing with the the most, I mean... Yeah, and, it, and I mean, it's just the point that we always make on this podcast is that the cool, like, any any chill vibe that you receive as a guest, as a patron, is because everyone's working overtime in the back. Right. Either the business is failing and the owners are actually chill, or <laughs> everyone um, is working so hard there's you know lists of your preferences your allergies everything you've ever ordered anytime you've right. come in so that you never get you never even taste a wine that's not to your palate you never yeah. even take a sip of a beer that's not the kind that you like you know and i mean honestly i'd rather you guys go there if you're gonna come to where i work and be a fucking asshole don't expect that of me you can pay for that that is so true you do pay the premium and then yeah you're never gonna get a pilsner if you like a double ipa yeah it's not gonna happen great get warm cookies at, at a snap of a finger fine you're like you know who cares if that's what you want yeah pay for it i'm not gonna fucking do it though so anyways um Apparently, also, there was an incident where uh, Jude's law, Jude Law's toddler ate some ecstasy off the floor at, during a child's birthday party at the Soho house, which is incredible. That is cool. Um, and, that, that, and that's cool. That is cool. That's what cool. you're paying for. Okay, that's, that's what you're paying for. That is slouching towards Bethlehem. <laughs> that is genuinely. Yes. yes, it is. I mean... That is a story. That's what you want to, I mean, like, if your parents are celebrities and they don't have a story like that, like, they're fucking lame. I'm sorry. (laughs) You should almost die if your parents are famous. I know. I know. If you end up like some fucking Olivia Jade, oh, I I got into USC. No. I want you Mm -mm. to be, I want you to be like a pug with one eyeball, you know? What happened there? That, you know who's the fucking, the horror story is, think about... Larry David's daughter. She doesn't have a one goddamn story to tell. Now, if he had been a, you know, yeah. maybe if he'd been a so, you know, right, right, he or something he was, you know, protecting her. He was protecting her too much, and she's fucking boring and horrible. So, I'm not saying Eric clapped in it, but I'm saying find a medium. Do you know what I mean? Find a middle ground. Find a middle ground. <sighs> Look at Lucas Hedges. Who's that? Um, he's a young man. Oh. <laughs> he lives down the street, and he's doing great. He's, he's, he's gonna be, um, you know, he's gonna be, he's gonna be Kanicki in the high school, and I just think he's doing well. I think he's doing well. He's brought his grades up this year, and he's really making an effort in science. And, I, you know, um. he's a role model in a lot of ways. Okay, so he's an actor or something? He's an actor, but if I told you what he's been in, you'd be like, kill yourself to yeah, me. Yeah, okay. Not to him. Right, right, right. I'm sure he's doing fine. Um, <laughs> but he's nepotism. Right, right, right. Um, anyways, so... <laughs> okay, so... Soho House is the kind of place, and this is where I will give them the just the smallest crumb of credit, is that um, they did, in New York, I believe, they felt that the vibe was getting 
to corporate mm-hmm. and they cut a bunch of people off their membership list because they're basically like, you can't come in here in a suit, which is obviously like a fake thing that's not actually like, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's not actually going to solve the problem of everyone being a fucking idiot, boring person. But I, I appreciate the nod to it, I suppose. In oh, a, in a yeah. way. Great. You know what I mean? Great. Yeah. I mean, it it's, does, it also like, you know, it separates the wheat from the chaff, you know, are mm-hmm. you going to pack a little bag with an only t-shirt in it when you go to work so you can take, oh my God. you know what I mean? Yeah. So good for yeah. that. Yeah, good for them. But they have their little their little cosplay or whatever the fuck. Um, but anyway, it's a it's a place to go and to network without networking and having it seem like it's networking. Right, is, and is the I idea. think the important thing is that the people who are there networking, they themselves believe they're not networking. Right, because they don't know how to be a person. Right, because they don't. Yeah, they're they have no genuine love. Or friendship right. in their life. Yeah. So the fact that they're doing it over cocktails makes them think it's not networking when it's, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are people yeah. whose whole lives are just oriented around, it's not even money to a certain extent. It's, it's the notoriety. It's the clout of having earned the money and what you did to earn the money. So it's like everything is toxic that they touch and i'm not surprised people are getting killed in these places yeah i mean also here's the thing i'm just like simply never impressed with people like that it just never i'm never like oh wow you did that don't care so don't talk to me um so how else i just just to give the paint the bigger picture it's not just like it's like uh, there's pool, there is a hotel, restaurant, lounge. Like it's a full complex at these places. Right. They're all they're all around the world now. It's a whole fucking compound, basically. It's like a fucking dorm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the just the scale of it is all. Yeah, of course. If you if you didn't know, um, and of course they're everywhere now, which I just think makes them lamer to pay like five thousand dollars or whatever to. No, I don't know. It's, it does. It's weird. It's really lame. And uh, if if it were me, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't let it be so obvious that it's a chain. I would make it mm-hmm. seem like they're unaffiliated, because like in New York, Soho House is in the meatpacking. Yeah. You know. Right. And I. It's yeah, you'd think. Like hey, that. you'd think. Oh, it's in. Is it in Soho? Uh, I'm confused. I'm confused. But I I would genuinely, like, I would think you would want it to make it seem more boutique and more individual. And so you'd be like, yeah, Soho House might be the LLC, but we have Soho House here and we have the meatpacking pound here. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably for all the, like, international... True, true, true. So lame. Anyways, okay, so that's that's the... That's what it is. Yeah, sorry, everybody. You just have to listen. So now, so now, 2010, fast forward, Soho House is the the place to see and be seen. It's New York City, it's 2010, uh, people are wearing big necklaces. People are wearing huge necklaces, they're carrying Kate Spade purses. They might have like a, uh, peplum? Is that still happening? Oh, I think peplum might be happening. I think mm-hmm. peplum might be happening. And... And they're talking about the economy is on mm-hmm. the way up. 
Yes, you just made it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're on the up and up here, uh, us having a cocktail at Soho House. Um, Okay. Enter. Enter um, our kind of cast of characters. (laughs) And um, whose names I definitely have written down. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. (laughs) You had them so ready last time. I'm just imagining that it is... Still last time, but not a, oh, an entire week later. I apologize. I didn't mean to put you up at the... Um... No, you're absolutely fine. Um, so we this is kind of the, the very scene that we meet. Um, Sylvie Cachet. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a swimmer designer. She mm-hmm. had her own line uh, in 2007, 2008, economy crashes. She loses the funding for that line. She has to take a job at some other place. And, um, you know, working for the man. Been mm-hmm. there, girl. Sad. Um, and she joined Soho House because, for the very reason that she's like, I will be able to make friends who will be able to get me funding for a swimmer line. Smart. Smart. She's using it exactly to its intended purpose. Instead, she meets one Nicholas Brooks. A real bummer of a guy. Not the best. Not your uh, knight in shining armor. Or even a fun bad boy. Um, Unfortunately. So, um, quick background to this, this person, Nick. His, fa- his father is uh, Joseph Brooks, was, R.I.P. Uh, Joseph Brooks, not, don't rest in peace, because he was bad. Um, he <laughs> was a serial rapist uh, and, you know, countless sexual assaults. Yeah, um, so this is a man, I mean, serial rapist with the pathology that you would imagine behind that. This is a man who had one hit song. Okay, in Hollywood. He wrote an Oscar award-winning... You light up my life. Debbie Boone. Debbie Boone. Okay? Mm -hmm. Remember that name. (laughs) Nope, we're not going to say it again. But just for your own purposes. (laughs) For um, your own purposes. What did Pat Pat, Boone's grandchildren get up to? Or nieces or something? You know? (laughs) A granddaughter, I think, of Pat Boone. Um, Anyways... So he writes this one song, he makes a lot of money off of it, makes mm-hmm. an Oscar off of it, receives an Oscar. <laughs> he makes, he manufactures an Oscar. <laughs> he goes to the trophy store. The guild. Um, and then he says, I want to be an auteur, okay? I'm mm. writing scripts. I want to direct. I'm starring. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, he is... Disgusting looking. Mm. <laughs> if you'll agree. <laughs> I think so. If you'll meet I think me so, there, yeah. Lillian. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm here. I'm here with you. I'm there with you. He has a severe stutter. Mm-hmm. And he just writes scripts where he is standing there and he just makes young women come up to him and say, I love ya. <laughs> He makes them sing You Light Up My Life. And then... Maybe. You know, obviously these movies do not get made. Um, Correct. And so 
then his little trap is that he's like still you know having women read the script and telling them the movie is going to get made so they come to his casting couch mm-hmm. tale is all this time you know, it's like when uh, comics in Brooklyn say, hey, let's write some sketches together. No. No. That's not what they want. Don't do it. <clears throat> Lillian. Lillian. From the past. Um. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Something I'd like to show you. No. No. Send me a link. Mm-mm. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Just email me. <laughs> um... You know, but this was the 90s and 80s. People weren't emailing. So, anyways, <laughs> Joseph Brooks is... Right. It's And not everybody. So, it's... Anyways. So, Joseph Brooks is bad, and he's a terrible father, as you might imagine. Uh, <laughs> psychologically abuses uh, and, you know... Kidnaps, everything really. else. Is, uh, yeah, he kidnaps his children and, uh, you know, ruins them. Uh, at least the son. His, his son, Nicholas, becomes... Uh, you know, a touched individual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, kill uh, the party boy. Yes. By accident. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> You're telling yeah. me. <laughs> Wait, you have a better Nancy Grace. Uh, I did. I did a Nancy. Well, we'll do a Nancy Grace after we, when we okay, get to sorry. that. So sorry. So sorry. Don't say the Nancy Grace because you know it's. I blew the reveal. Um, no, it's fine. Okay, so. <laughs> um. So he, he, yeah. His son is like obviously very fucked up, and he rich, rich kid. I mean, someone who he went to Horace Mann, which is a private school in Manhattan. He, by the time he's 17, his dad is paying for him to have his own apartment so he can have people come over. This kid is learning that you can buy the right to manipulate people. You can buy the right to treat people however you want from his dad and from his own experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, nail in the coffin, he goes to University of Colorado at Boulder. A disgusting place. Huge mistake. A huge mistake, everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not going to help you in any way, shape, and form in your personality or your personal growth. Do not go to Colorado. Don't go there. Please, if you're not from there, do not make the effort. It's just, it's not good for you. What it's going to do to the shape and pattern that you think is acceptable in pants. Oh, I mean, the kind of uh, hats you're going to (laughs) wear. Right. I mean, it's really rough. It's not Um, not good. (laughs) It's not good. So he rose above that. It's kind of the incredible part. And he comes back to New York. He comes back to New York. Um, Not an easy transition. (laughs) One can only imagine. (laughs) So weirdly, he starts dating... Uh, this woman, Sylvie, and her friends, by all accounts, it's a very, you know, out-of-character relationship for her, okay? Right, she's in her mid-30s, I believe, career-driven, you know, very ambitious, eyes-on-the-prize kind of person. Right, and divorced, you know, she's not messing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's ready. And then this guy, 27, pot smoker, unemployed. Mm-hmm. I've done it. I don't recommend it. Yeah, I mean, that's what 20, mid, you know, early mid-20s are all about. 
Right. Having a boyfriend with those exact characteristics. Exactly. You have to do it. You have, legally, you have to. <laughs> legally, it's required. Um, and so, but they have one special little connection, mm-hmm. which is that on their first date, her little dog was hit by a car and had to be put down. I mean, the scene that you can imagine this happening on a date, the, you know, and we said this in the last episode, but that, the bond you form when that happens is not, uh, real. No. And you can also, coupled with that, you can only imagine the light in a sociopath's eyes when he realizes he doesn't have to kill the dog to bond the woman. The dog already died. I mean, for him, she cut out possibly years of torture in their relationship. At least months. She jumped the queue. Exactly. His eyes, stars in his eyes when the dog gets hit by the car. Huge win for our man, Nick. (laughs) Huge win. And then, you know... You just bring her a Xanax, some flowers. She's thinking, this is an earth angel. Yeah. So easy. So easy. So easy. Yeah. So, yeah, they are an item after that, after her dog dies, presumably in his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe mm-hmm. he did the last little neck crack. <gasps> we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. Putting him on Lillian as a lawyer. I'm just saying it, okay? I'm not... Uh, we don't know. We Well, do we? Do we know? The judge, like... Mr. Brooks, can I see your hands for a moment? Can you put them around my neck? <laughs> because um, I'm small like a toy poodle. So just kind of envision. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, a, a lawyer with the ethics of, like, a teenager on TikTok. Okay, I... I can't, I can't pull up the receipts, but, like, I have them. Yeah, they're there. They're there. Thank you. Um, anyways. <laughs> God. So, yes, they're together is the, is the point. Is the point. And they're very on again, off again, because she's giving him ultimatums, you know, mm-hmm. do not be smoking pot. Do not be not working. Right. Da, 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 da. And he's. Clean it up. Clean it up. Clean it up. And he's being, like. No, that's the stuff I like. <laughs> we can hear the argument right now. Um, and so eventually there comes a, an evening where I believe they have another one of these epic fights. Um, a f- fire is started in their uh, apart in her apartment right. somehow. Right. Unclear the situation. The sounds, origin. Sounds once again quite suspicious to me, but... I'm just um, I'm just saying three events have happened. A hamster died, a dog died, and a fire started. Right. This is now where we enter the, the Nancy Grace portion where she said, I'm sorry, Larry, you're telling me that within the span of five years, two animals have ended up dead on this man's watch. I'm not buying it. Something's going on. It's so I'm not good. buying it. It's so good that I wanted six, it. Six hours of the Scott Peterson, <laughs> and you, you two will be able to say a phrase in Nancy Grace's voice. Anyways, <clears throat> so they have an argument. They decide to, to have a night at the Soho house to kind of clear the air. She's a member. She can stay in the hotel, whatever. They book a room. They book a room. And 
by the sort of concierge accounts, you know, they're like, she's, they're both visibly upset. They're like, what's going on here? You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and this is, um, you know, I think we've all had that moment in service where it's like, do you intervene? You see a couple getting in a fight. You see someone storming out. Tears. Yeah. Oof. You know? It's tricky. It's, it's tricky. really tricky. I can only imagine also in a hotel how much worse, you know? Oh, my God. Forget it. Forget it. So. Everyone's wasted. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I mean, your people are fucked up. I mean, the whole design of that hotel is for people to get fucked up at the bar and then right. decide to stay the night. So it's like, what's the... How do you... Can you imagine how many bad decisions everyone would make if there was always a hotel by a bar? Like, do you know what I On mean? Top like, of a bar. oh my god, that you could just go to. Oh my god. Oh it. my Fuck. god. Do you know? <sighs> oh my god, we would all fucking. I don't know. It wouldn't be. Anyways, bad. it would be very bad. I'd, I'd have a litter <laughs> of puppies follow me around. You know, <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> Uh, Uh, I'd be missing. Okay. (laughs) So, um, so they go up and then he leaves about 2 a.m. And then almost immediately the downstairs neighbors start complaining of a leak. That there's water coming through the ceiling. And, you know, obviously what had happened is it's, you know, revealed the police come. She is both strangled and drowned in the in the tub (sighs) yeah really sad very sad and then of course Uh, this man is trying to say oh she's you know she slipped she oh she took she she took a pill and she must have fallen asleep in the tub no she didn't Mm -mm. no she didn't no she did not no, she did not. No. His, also, For his defense is that he's like, well, I went down to the bar at the Zoho house, met a guy, we started doing blow, we went back to his house to do more cocaine, so I wasn't there to kill her. The, f- the famous blow defense. <laughs> right. Oh, Almost ev- every time it works, it's, except when it doesn't. It's, so. it's, it's like pleading insanity. It works mm-hmm. when it works, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when it doesn't, it comes around to bite you. Exactly, exactly. And that's what we're going to be watching for in today's proceedings, Kelly. The coke defense, will it work? And in whose favor? I was doing coke with a stranger. (laughs) You know, it sounds airtight. It sounds airtight. But it didn't work in his favor. And that's when you use that excuse when you come into work late, it's also not really great. It's not the defense you think it is. It's not the defense you think it is. And... You know, would that it were? <laughs> would that it were? Again, our lives would be so different. Right. If we could be up in the hotel, da 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 da. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh my God. Monday wouldn't anyway, have gone down like that. Exactly. You know, or whatever, exactly. whatever. Exactly. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> what is going on? So, um. <laughs> So she's dead. It's very sad. Uh, this gentleman is obviously involved, and uh, <laughs> I'd say so. <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> I feel comfortable. But and, it is uh, that question again of, you know, this early two thousands. I mean, obviously this was at the end, but this question of getting tried in the media first. Yeah, I mean. This case 
perhaps not the best uh, example of, but yes. Um, <laughs> this one, it's tough to kind <clears> of... <throat> um, with the dad, the right. dad also killed himself during this time. Right. So it's a big. I mean, the tabloids have their work cut out for them. It's it's quite good. Um, yes, it's um yeah. The dad kills himself. Um, this guy's on trial, doesn't plea out, which is not it's no. So yeah, this this guy uh, is found guilty, and uh, I believe is uh, In is now in prison for life which is sad and uh you know <clears throat> but um he was a bad guy so so there's also that that's one thing I, hanging in the balance you know what i mean <laughs> no i mean obviously as again no one but should it be in prison like, but it's it's yeah it is almost like the scott peterson case where it's like you know, it's very obvious in both cases, like, it's ve- the circumstantial evidence is damning, and it is very obvious what happened, but it's also, like, is that enough to justify putting someone in prison for life? But then the right. flip side of that coin, too, is that famously, crime science is completely made up. Um, yeah. I would say most of it is dodgy at best <laughs> dodgy. um dodgy. especially as we found out you know the blood spatter stuff is ridiculous uh, mm, yeah mostly and all the blood science guys are fucking idiots they like blood put ketchup science. in their mouth and it's yeah. ridiculous fire science is um fake. yes i mean there's you have to have a pretty good fucking case to involve forensics to have it be a slam dunk um you know um <clears throat> also, obviously, rewatched the staircase recently. Um, <laughs> the owl theory cracks me up every time. Anyways, <laughs> it was done by owls. It's really something special because that was a uh, groundswell. That's what's interesting about that theory is that it was, you know, kind of it, it came to being. Is that not true? Someone told me. Oh, oh, oh you mean after the. Yeah, that it came into. Yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I see what you're saying. It was yes. in response to the documentary that people were like, what about the owl? Correct. The first, and again, <laughs> we'll, we have to end this episode because this is so dumb. But again, crime documentaries, The Staircase, which my psychotic ex-boyfriend showed to me when it came out in like 2008 or something by the French guy is interesting. I have not seen it in a long time, but it's, it's quote unquote good, if you will. Uh, they did a remake recently or added on things to that documentary and re-released it. Uh, and then they came to find out that one of the people involved in the new version of the documentary is having an affair with Michael Peterson, who is the, uh, person who was being charged with the murder. So do not watch that new one if you're going to visit the case, because it's obviously a little bit... There's a bias. There's a little bit of a bias. There's a bias. In- so not that there's not always, but in this case, it's very explicit. Um, I would also say the last name Peterson is. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, quite you're gonna want to. Ch- yeah, you're gonna want to change that, everybody, if you have that. And um, um, it's it should toss up a little red flag for you, ladies. Yeah, Her, don't go on a boat with someone. <laughs> don't go on a boat with a Peterson. Peterson. With with almost anybody, honestly, anything can happen out there, open water. Whoa. So. I mean, Natalie would. You know, we could go right. on. We right. could go on. Right. Right. 
Um, this is such a torrid episode. I mean, it's, um, you know, these are the facts. These are the facts. <laughs> <laughs> these are the facts. Anyways, basically the Soho house is responsible for this woman's death because it created a culture of, you know, absence of responsibility in the real world. Thank you. Um, so that's really all. Uh, that said, if anyone does have a guest pass or any sort of membership Right, perks, if they would like to do a collab. Yeah, if anyone would like to bring Kelly and I as, you know, kind of the guests of the evening, we would happily accept and, um, you know, uh, run up your bill. So let us know we want to meet a real housewife, uh, maybe a shitty clothing designer. Oh, I would be thrilled. A lot of fun. We could have a lot of fun together, so consider it. Thank you. Um, okay, wrapping up forever. Um, forever? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, no new patrons, unsurprisingly. Uh, so we are sorry um, <clears throat> for what we've given you. We did kind of not give you what you should have gotten in December, but we're going to do two great episodes this month for you all. Um, Culture Club to be announced soon. I have a really demented thing for you guys. Um, and what else? Oh, we're going to be on a panel. Yes, we are because we are qualified. Uh, January 18th. It's uh, 6.30, I think. Yeah, we'll send, we'll post about it. It's free Zoom entrance. You can donate it if you like. Uh, it's like a podcast wine panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, women in the Finger Lakes wine group. I know a lot about it, so I'm excited. Um, You can watch us kind of flail, uh, maybe say the wrong thing. It could be fun. I think almost certainly we will. Yes, and they're shipping us wine, so we'll be drinking and, you know, it will hopefully be entertaining at the very least. I mean, I mean, we'll bring all. We'll definitely reference this episode multiple times. Oh, I mean, it goes without saying. This is going to go down in the uh, storybooks classic. We should, you guys, if you want to make a list of, you know, this is fun. I used to do this when I would make appearances on stuff. I was, uh, you know, questionable for me. I would say, hey, give me one thing I have to say during this. I have to put it in somewhere during this appearance. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Sure. So you'd be like, you have to say. It's going to be a real long night when the devil comes, yeah, or right, whatever. Right, right, and then right. somehow at some point I have to say in. that. Mm-hmm. So that could be a fun game. Yeah, why not? All right. <laughs> All right. We might play that. Just, I know if that, if that didn't hook you, I don't know what will. So, okay. And we love you so dearly. And we love you so much. And thank you as always. Take care. Goodbye. Bye-bye.